0: Welcome to the ACS Memory Palace. I'm Bela Koshi. Many thanks to Nate DeMeo for his inspiration. Let's set the scene. The beautiful fields in Lilapur, Northern Punjab, rippled with waves of mustard flowers. It was the spring of 1947, and despite its beauty, colonial India was a powder keg of emotions. Rumors of a partition of India shadowed each conversation in the small town. 21-year-old teacher Santosh Mahotra a Hindu woman, knew that everything in her life was about to change. Uncertainty clouded every moment, and Santosh had a small suitcase packed, ready to go if needed. Neighbors of every creed and religion who lived in harmony for hundreds of years knew that nothing would ever stay the same with the talks of two countries forming from one. There were rumblings of independence from the British, yet that excitement vanished with the talk of partition. Muslims would be in the residence of the soon-to-be-formed country of Pakistan, and Hindus in the new independent India. Santosh's mother and her younger siblings had already moved to New Delhi, yet she had recently settled into young married life in Leilapur. With her husband employed at the local cotton mill, and her deep affection for the students at her school, she felt conflicted about whether to leave her responsibilities and her home for the promise of safety just based on her religion. There was no clarity of what the future would bring. Santosh was one of the lucky girls in Lilapur. She attended school until she was 13, unlike most girls in her neighborhood who only were educated until the age of 10. Teaching was one of the few jobs offered to women in those days, and Santosh readily accepted a job at the local preschool. She had an arranged marriage with Devraj. She had never met him before their wedding day, but heard from her cousin that he was quite handsome. Marriage was a leap of faith, but one expected of all young people at that time. They led a quiet but happy life in their small one-bedroom flat above the local grocery store. When the partition plan was officially announced in June, Santosh still felt as though they can continue their life in Lilapur, despite being in a religious minority. Independence from the British, it seems, came with the price of partition, but she had no idea how costly it would be. It was incomprehensible at the time that the political lines that were to be arbitrarily drawn by a British officer in London would not only divide a country, but her own hometown in half. Her older brother, Ram, was stationed near New Delhi and told her not to worry. Gandhiji said that this partition will be peaceful, and he would cross the new border to bring them to safety if things got too tough. Santosh will never forget the blistering heat of the summer day, two months before independence, when word came that her brother was dead. She still can't drink milk without welling up in tears, for it was a cup of poisoned milk that killed him. Hindu and Muslim extremists were bent on destroying each other and the sanctity of peace. Anyone like her brother who didn't pick a side was immediately a casualty. The remaining days leading up to partition were filled with sorrow and conflict. The memories left an indelible mark on her. Her father showed up to the funeral in his army greens, and her mother's eyes filled with tears in a plain white sari the Hindu color of mourning. The lighting of the funeral pyre and the smell of sandalwood burning continued for days as a reminder that her brother was dead. And just when the situation could not get any more complicated, the British confirmed that Lilapur would be a part of the new nation of Pakistan. The happiness of freedom from the British was fleeting, and suddenly the weight of the future fell heavy on Santosha's shoulders. Nothing would ever be the same. Memories of her childhood flooded her brain. Just the thought of leaving Lilipur was unfathomable. She remembered playing outside in the streets with her Muslim neighbors, sharing iftar meals with her mom's best friends during Ramadan, her Muslim students wishing her a happy Diwali, together lighting sparklers to celebrate, playing with colors, Muslim, Hindu, Sikh, and Christians alike, together during Holi. Why should they be separated when Lilipur residents lived in harmony? Each day brought more and more devastating news. The Muslim woman down the road was struck through the streets by Hindu zealots without her hijab. Vegetarian Hindu boys at her school were cornered by bullies, forcing them to eat meat. Conflict was surrounding them. Their Muslim neighbors offered to hide them in their attic away from danger, but together with Devraj, on August 15, 1947, Independence Day, they made the tough decision to leave Lilapur, feeling that they had no other choice. Santosh's cousin was an officer in the army, and he said that he could get them a spot on a military truck that was crossing the new border. Their journey across the new border was dangerous. She was packed in shoulder to shoulder in a convoy of four trucks and a car. There must have been at least 500 people sandwiched in the trucks. Her suitcase rested on her husband's head and carried a few small possessions. One simple sorry, one suit for her husband, some jewelry, and a photo of her late brother. Before she left, she tucked away some silver cutlery in the rafters of her flat, hoping that she would return someday. The children on the truck were thirsty, and it was raining. The irony struck her. Just before they reached the new border, one of the trucks broke down. It was the most terrifying hour of her life. There were lines of trucks streaming into Pakistan from India filled with Muslim refugees. There were angry mobs everywhere and violence permeated in the thick August air. She would never forget those trucks filled with bodies, victims of senseless violence. Hopefulness over the birth of two new nations was replaced by grief. Finally, she saw the glimmering golden Sikh temple at Amritsar. The feeling of relief and comfort was revitalizing. They had crossed the border safely. With the clothes on their back and a small suitcase, they started a new life. Yet the tragedy of Partition is never too far from Santosh's memory. They lived in refugee tents for 18 months until the Indian government gave them land as compensation for migration in New Delhi. The Rajan Santosh had a baby boy a few years later, and she always longed for him to meet the relatives that she left behind in Lelabor. Partition was the largest migration of humanity in modern history, with up to 14 million people crossing the new border. Two million people died during the violence of this exchange of people. Lilapur has now been renamed Faisalabad in Pakistan, but no matter the name, it will always have a special place in Santosh's heart. Her son became a successful doctor in Boston. He got an invitation to speak at a conference in Lahore, Pakistan. He was able to visit Faisalabad. It was the first time in over 70 years that a family member returned to their ancestral home. Her son was able to visit their small flat and the new owners let him peek inside. He asked if he could look for the silver that his mother had left. It was still there, hidden in the rafters, together with the countless precious memories that Santosh left behind.